0: All right, I'm going to check one more thing. I think we're live, but we're still kind of getting the hang of this. So if you've been with Jocks of All Trades, that's not a shock to you. Uh, Yep, we're good. All right, everybody, welcome back. We are the Jocks of All Trades podcast, which I am joined by Kyle and Luke. Wow, what an entrance, Luke. (laughs) Great timing! Yeah, no. Wow, (laughs) we went live like 30 seconds ago, man. He just like pops up and like, oh, here.
1: That's a Chris Collinsworth slide in from Sunday Night Football. No, no.
2: If you're going to make an entrance, make it a late entrance, and then everyone will remember you. That's the philosophy. That's the philosophy now.
0: Anyhow, uh, welcome back, everybody. The three of us are back together again, finally. I know you all have seen my face a lot um, and not so much of Kyle and Luke, but that's great because all three of us here, we're going to chat. If you were familiar with the content that we put out last year, this is our base show. This is everything that we've done before, but now we have so much more time to do it because we spread out everything else. So with that being said, guys, um, let's take it away. We're going to start with the buzz, which is our uh, random Rumors, sports, weirdness, stuff that's going on. Um, the first one, guys, this was weird, but I'm kind of pumped because I always liked him. Uh, Richard Sherman could go to the Bucks because Murphy Bunting was put on IR. Um, just simple question, shouldn't really take long. Would this improve the Bucks defense to repeat?
1: Yes. Uh, Richard Sherman, I think, still has it. The Buccaneers need a corner. Um, Their defense hasn't looked uh, tremendously great, I don't think, in my opinion. I would say secondary is probably their weak point. We know their linebackers are good. Their pass rush is consistent. But secondary has been something that they've been struggling with. So I don't think it could hurt. So I think it'll help.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, if you add someone like Richard Sherman to a hole that you have, it's like Murphy Bunting is a great corner that's he, he he's not a player to sneeze at but if he's going to be gone for what they believe to be a long period of time then bringing in someone like richard sherman would be really really great and especially if you're trying if you're in win now mode like tampa bay is cuz you know tom brady is 40 something years old you're not going to have him for forever you need to start spending the money to make sure you have all the pieces you need Right when you need
1: them, yeah, and they don't—they don't have much money left, so why not? Well, why yeah. not spend it on someone that might uh, help you win a Super Bowl? Because um, they're all in this year. Um, if you didn't see anybody out there, literally, like everyone got hurt Sunday and Monday. Um, so many players got hurt. It seemed like every couple minutes, I was getting a notification that someone went down. Uh, Carson Wentz sprained both his ankles, by the way, not just one, but both of his ankles. Tua got his ribs crushed. Andy Dalton got his knee hurt. Uh, and then Tyrod Taylor has an am- a hamstring issue. So uh, these four quarterbacks are all out, it-, it would seem like. What's your guys' reaction to that? And um, how is that going to impact their teams?
2: Honestly, y- you never like to see people – Go down with injuries. It's never something you like to see, and I wish all four of these guys, um, including Andy Dalton, the best. I hope they recover very, very quickly, and I hope they can be back and playing. But when there, there's a silver lining to every cloud, in that you can get to maybe see some of some other guys get to play, and I'm really excited about potentially seeing Justin Fields with the Bears start to get some more playing time. So we, I mean,
1: you are the backup. Who are the backups to all these guys?
2: I think Andy, I think Justin Fields is the backup to Andy Dalton on the bears.
1: Tyrod Taylor. Who's his backup?
2: I Davis Mills,
1: Davis Mills. And then from (laughs) Davis. Mills. no, No, it's like,
2: really, it's like you go a silver lining to every cloud. Really. Justin Fields is like for Andy Dalton. He's the one quarterback that everyone knows about. And then some of these other teams you're like okay who's next man up but you know if the, the bears of all four of these teams are in the best case scenario which is you know if you're going to have someone hurt have it be have Justin Fields in the back
0: i'm not uh, sold on that. i'm not sold on that because he struggled against the Bengals when he came in so i think if he's going to be that explosive player that just comes in which is what i expect if you're going to have that high of a pick come in and take over. He didn't look like it against Cincinnati. So I'm going to say over time, yeah, but this is what I was afraid of. Don't rush the Justin Fields thing. And now it's going to be rushed because who else is going to throw the ball? Falls. you are just going to lose more games. So I agree they are the big winners, but I don't think they're the big winners immediately. Um, the team I actually think that's going to benefit the most, the fastest, is uh, the Colts, actually, Um, because Eason Eason is not bad. Eason's got a good arm, pretty accurate. Um, He did struggle late game against the Rams to kind of bring them back in it, but they had like a minute and whatever left. Or not even. They had a couple seconds left, and he was trying to pull them back into the game, so that's not going to happen. So, yes, Bears are big winners long term, but I think short term it'll be the Colts because then you're really going to see that run game come back.
1: Yeah, I mean – the Dolphins, that's going to hurt them. I don't know if Jacoby Brissett can do what Tua can do. Um, I don't think Tua will be out that long because I think it, it's more of like a, a pain management type situation with his ribs. Um, I don't agree that Justin Fields is automatically just going to like stink it up. I, I think scheme is a big part of it. Um a lot of people were kind of clamoring for Justin Fields as soon as he was drafted. And I, I've never really understood why the bears went with Dalton in the first place. I think it's kind of stupid. Um, but once he gets a week of practice un- under his belt, like I just think it helps out everybody. It helps out David Montgomery in the backfield from running the ball. It helps out uh, Alan Robinson's just value in general and their offensive line. Yeah. And their offensive line is just, it's not good. So Yeah. Justin Fields will take his licks for sure, but he'll also be able just to move around better than Andy Dalton will. So the offensive line won't look as bad. So, um, and then, yeah, like you said, Easton is is Wentz's backup. So I think this will help out the Bears, kind of almost every player on their team. Uh, I also think, I think you're right, Brad, it might help out the Colts a little bit just because like Wentz is never healthy. It just kind of, it gives them a little bit more, Stability, I think, because they know that Eason will probably be there with Wentz. It seems like every other game he, he could be out. You just don't know. So um with the Texans, I, dude, I don't even know on them. Like they're just – they're clowns and the, they're crazy. The, the, so. positive, <laughs>
0: the positive side is I think Tyrod Taylor is a rental. I think Davis Mills needs as much experience as possible because it is entirely possible he will be the franchise quarterback moving forward. So – but they're also um, we'll sucks, probably get but... the
1: first overall pick <laughs> oh, <of> course, yeah. <laughs> and, and draft. I don't know. Spencer show. Yeah. Spencer Rattler and whatever they do with Deshaun Watson, which is something I really don't even want to talk about because I'm tired of that too. But um, yeah. Uh, uh, well, the, oh,
0: go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say the dolphins. Uh, well, fuller came back for them. As we said, Jacoby Brissett is now their quarterback. Um, what do you think of the Dolphins this season without Tua? Um, do you think they're uh, kind of a contender? Because the division's a little bit weak with the Jets, the the Patriots. Even though they are two and zero, oh, you know they're still kind of like in rebuilding mode.
2: I I would say it's it's it would, it's definitely hard to say. You never like to see your starting QB go down, mm-hmm. and if it's if it's going to be a Longer recovery. Then at this point, you go well. Okay, so this season happened. Let's start. Maybe let's maybe something better can happen next year. But again, like you said, weak weak division. I I do though think the Patriots, Mac Jones, is showing himself that you know he's he's doing better than I think what a lot of people expected, and. He's got weapons. He's got a few weapons to throw to. So um
0: could you could you repeat that? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you the first time.
2: He's doing better than what a lot of people expected. Now here's the thing. A lot, a lot of people are expect-
0: y'all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think no, I think a lot of people, because people, when you hear big names in the draft, you weren't big QBs, you weren't thinking of Mac Jones. Mac Jones was probably four on your list. Yeah, we know Brad. Quiet. To be
1: fair, to be fair, I never thought he would stink. I just think the other guys' upsides are bigger. But everyone, but Trey,
0: Lance, everyone but Trey Lance, I agree. Yeah, but that like, is true. That but is they crazy. might never
1: they might never reach that upside. Mac Jones he, he'll never have the crazy arm talent or mobility or any of that. But look at Tom Brady. Does he have the biggest arm? I'm not comparing I'm not comparing them because that's stupid for me to do. Cuz Tom Brady's one of the best players of all time, but um some things matter when you're a quarterback. Mobility it doesn't always matter. The biggest arm it doesn't always matter. It's about timing, it's about accuracy, it's about being smart, it's about being accountable, a leader, and if Mac Jones can continue in all those then he could be he could be good. So
0: yeah, let so me, let me give you a simplified answer to that question then.
1: Um
0: my favorite part of the Dolphins was their defense. And then we watched the Bills smother that entire defense and do whatever they wanted. So, uh, n- no, the Dolphins are not my favorite to run the table of that division. It would be the Bills first, the Patriots second, the Dolphins, and then the Jets. Yeah.
1: And guess what? The Eagles have the Dolphins' first-round pick. So, even when Tua got hurt, I was like, oh, that stinks. But also, uh uh-huh. like <laughs> well, yeah,
0: Because you definitely weren't getting – That
1: other first with Wentz. Nope, because he's going to be out because he can't stay healthy. Um, Speaking of another young rookie quarterback, Zach Wilson, not sure if you saw that BYU alum just throw uh, four interceptions in this last game. Uh, I did want to talk about rookie quarterbacks here for for a little bit. Zach Wilson uh, versus Trevor Lawrence. What do you guys think about their short career so far? How do you think they're doing? Um, How did you perceive Zach Wilson's uh, performance Sunday?
0: Let me, have let me to look uh, go ahead, Brad. I was gonna say, let me ignite the fire quickly here. Um right now Zach Wilson is looking like the better pick of the two. You think? Yeah.
1: Even with four interceptions, and he has more weapons, I think, than the Jets. Because ones.
0: because here's here's the thing though. If you look at who's a better fit and whose coach is utilizing them better, yes, he threw four picks, but it's against a Okay, Patriots defense. He's a rookie.
1: Well, it's and also Bill Belichick. So,
0: and yeah. his whole thing at BYU was, if you watched him, sling the ball at all times at any cost. So he did exactly what he's supposed to do, which usually that's great. But he's got to learn to make stupid plays. Like just do the check down. Do the slant. He's got to start looking for that. That is easier to put into a quarterback than getting Trevor Lawrence, who is – Experiencing the first losses of his entire career, and he's See, not right, taking he's well. Off. He is not taking it well. He looks bad, really bad. Especially, I, I shared it earlier. I don't know if y'all saw it on the page, but this is the first number one overall pick that has struggled the worst. But we're excusing it because it's the Jaguars. I think he's not going to. He's not going to be a bust. But for right now, I would take Zach Wilson over Trevor Lawrence.
2: Here's my issue. here's my issue. Your hat your you have the jets as an organization. And a while ago you put Sam Darnold in that system and Sam darnold quickly became the laughing stock of QBs because it looked like he could do nothing right. Then they said, okay, let's get Sam Darnold out of there. Let's put Zach Wilson in. Zach Wilson just throws four picks and now Sam darnold is looking. Better, so I go. Okay, how much of this? So I, I would be more on Brad's side than not, and say, okay, how much of this is Zach Wilson's fault, and how much of this is just the Jets being the Jets? Well, I would,
0: I would put it on the Jets completely if they hadn't gone out and got a new head coach. Adam Gase is gone.
1: Yeah, to be fair, Adam Gase is—he's out the window. I think that was—I think that was Sam Darnold's issue was Adam Gase. Um Zach Wilson with the Jets listen I don't think they have more than Jaguars do but still not a ton I'm um, a a, I'm a bigger believer in Robert Sala than I am Urban Meyer and I will explain that later when we have our other segment but like I'm in agreement Trevor Lawrence looks really bad yeah. Um I would tend to go with Zach Wilson's career trajectory it's a little bit more right now just because I think I believe in the Jets system rather than the Jaguars system. If that makes sense.
0: Bingo. Yep, that's exactly where I'm at. Um, let's skip the next three. Let's talk about those when we get to college football, and okay. let's let's jump right into the NFL. Um, so, I can give you the scores real quick, and then we can pick out our, our like a couple games that were our favorites. Uh, what stuck out to you, etc. Maybe a prediction of that team, whatever. Uh, Washington football team beat the Giants 30 to 29. That was wild. Uh, (laughs) Ravens beat the Chiefs 36 to 35. The first time in young Lamar's career that he has beaten the Chiefs. Um, The Bears beat the Bengals 20 to 17. The Browns beat the Texans 31 to 21. The Rams outlasted the Colts 27 to 24. The Bills. Murdered the Dolphins 35 to nothing. Uh, The Patriots beat the Jets 25 to six. The Niners beat the Eagles in a heartbreaker 17 to 11. Uh, The Raiders beat the Steelers 26 to 17. The Panthers destroyed the Saints 26 to seven. The Broncos beat the Jags 23 to 13. The Cardinals eked by against the Vikings 34 to 33. Uh, The Buccaneers did exactly what we thought they would do to Atlanta 48 to 25. The Cowboys with the surprising win against the Chargers, twenty to seventeen. Uh, another surpriser, the Titans beating up on the Seahawks, thirty to or thirty three to thirty in overtime, and the Packers coming back to their normal self in a thirty five to seventeen win over the Lions. Um, guys, pick one or two games. Give me your quick thoughts on them. What impressed you about the game? Favorite plays, something like that.
1: Who wants to um, Yeah, Ravens and Chiefs. Uh, I I know that's your favorite team, the Ravens, but that was just insanely crazy of a game. Like when you have Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, who are both MVPs at one point going up against each other, that's very rare to see. Uh, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, they didn't really go up against each other uh, very much in their career because the divisions were switched a little bit later into their career. So they didn't play each other a lot, and it was very fantastic for for just fans to see MVPs play each other. Um, If you watched a game, you saw near the end, it was like fourth and one, fourth and inches, and the Ravens have the ball. They could punt the ball back to Patrick Mahomes with about 50 seconds left, but instead Jim Harbaugh, Mm -hmm. sorry, not Jim, John Harbaugh, uh, (laughs) said to Lamar Jackson, do you want to go for it? Should we go for it? And Lamar's like, yeah, heck yeah. So like they did, that's really ballsy. That was really cool to see a, a coach trusting his player like that. Um, that was awesome to see. I'll talk about the 49ers versus the Eagles a little bit, cause I'm an Eagles fan. I can give a little bit more insight to it. Um, they lost Brandon Graham for the year that, that really stinks. Uh, their guard, Brandon Brooks, they lost for a while. They came down to earth partly because they played the Falcons in week one. The Falcons might be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Um, and four 49ers just have a really good defense, and they're still, I think, a threat in the NFC. Jimmy Garoppolo looked like crap, though, so he might want to monitor that situation with Trey Lance. Um, but Jalen Hurts came back down to earth, and the Eagles defense did look very good, though, so I think that might be a stock up on the Eagles defense. But um, the first-year head coach, Nick Sirianni, didn't really call a very good game at all, so uh, it was tough to watch as an Eagles fan. It was very, very boring, so...
2: Yeah, Those are my thoughts. uh, Yeah, exactly. Uh, The games I'd like to bring up are the uh, Washington football team versus the Giants. Um, It was by no means the best played game, but it was entertaining. Um, Just to watch um, these two. The main takeaway, I think, from this is if you take away Saquon Barkley's biggest run in that game, he did not look good at all he's he's still looking he there there's not either the O line is that bad or but even before it was it was bad before and he was still putting up big numbers it just looks like he needs a little bit more time I think to fully get that leg underneath him and he so doesn't like, he doesn't
1: trust his leg yet he doesn't I, trust his leg right tired. now no yeah.
2: he, he's 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 running careful He's not yeah. running carefree and, you know, let me at him. Let me eat. He's let me eat, but let me make sure my leg's okay. And when you have that kind of mentality, it's hard to put up the numbers like you were. And again, outside of one run, I think that entire game, it, it he was not averaging good yardage at all. So um, I, I'm, I'm hoping the best for Saquon. I hope that he returns to his old form, but he did not look like old form Saquon. Uh, on Thursday night. And then, um, speaking of coming back to old form, uh, Packers versus Lions, um, the talk of the week, uh, last week was what happened to Aaron Rodgers? What's wrong with Aaron Rodgers? He talked a bunch of crap during the off season and now he plays like crap in the first game. Well, what's going on? He calmed a bunch of those fears with his performance um, mon- last night, Monday night. Um, what I was impressed to see was Jared Goff didn't look horrible. He actually looked like, okay, th- he's doing okay. He's, he, I mean, he wasn't able to pull out the win, but he didn't do awful. And so I look at that and I go, that is some upside for the Lions for this Detroit team. So those are my takeaways.
1: Yeah, it is still the Lions. So it is still
2: the Lions, yes. Yeah. They, they I don't they need
0: a defense. That I don't care as long as he throws to TJ Hawkinson. I'm cool. yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but he doesn't look as bad as I thought he would be for sure. No, yeah, no, he looks really good.
0: Um so the shocker of the week was watching the Saints do absolutely nothing against the Panthers. Was that a Um, shocker, though?
1: (laughs) Jameis Winston? Kamara, yeah. absolutely
0: walked
2: over Green Bay the week before, you'd think that maybe something like that would continue, but it seems just to be a flash in the pan at this point.
1: Jameis looked like he did a couple years ago.
0: Sam Darnold, though, that's why I wanted to talk about this. What a hot start for the young guy. I'm telling you, the Adam Gase effect is real and still working. Like I, I just I like him a lot I really do I don't
1: know why and the Joe Brady effect is working for him too. Oh
2: yeah, Joe. Bra- well, I'll, look at what Joe. I mean, we're now kind of getting into college, but look what Joe Brady did with Joe Burrow in twenty nineteen.
0: Yep,
1: like, he's doing you, some wonders. Have to wonders give, him, with the you have to um, give that
2: effect. I'm sorry.
0: Um. Anyhow, uh, crown him king, give him his throne. Uh Titan Seahawks, holy crap. Like, is there a human being on the earth that can stop Derek Henry?
1: Um not when he's running forwards. Nope. They
0: feed him. he just oh he rumbled. I loved it. Um sucks if you're uh part of the Seahawks defense because how do you stop that? But uh anyhow, yeah, those are my two games. Uh really impressed with uh, kind of the versatility of the Panthers and the Titans for sticking it out against a tough opponent on the road. Um, I will say one slight comment while we're wrapping up NFL before we move on, guys. They really need to stop these freaking taunting charges.
1: Uh, yeah, and- it, the NFL stands for No Fun League right now. It's, um, <laughs> I love it. It's bad. It's bad.
2: It's
0: very. We'll bad. talk it's about bad. that some other time. If it keeps getting worse, I swear we'll talk about it. Um, Kyle, we are going to give the reins over to you and we're going to move to the first part of the two things that you're going to run for us today. Kyle, who is on your fix me this week?
1: Well, if you listen to our podcast in the past, we have a segment called fix me and that's, I'm giving you a team that I need to fix that we need to fix, but I'm going to add this. It's our hot take of the week and it's called spicy meatball take. So it's, Two and one. Um, we need to fix Jacksonville Jaguars, and we never should have hired Urban Meyer to do it. It was just insanely stupid. I think Urban Meyer is an excellent recruiter in college. He always showed that. He's an excellent, I think, leader in the college form. But we've seen college excellent college coaches go to the NFL and fail, i.e. Chip Kelly, Nick Saban sucked in the nfl and i think urban meyer is going to be the same exact thing listen urban meyer was a good coach in college but at a certain point he would always end his time there why would you get a coach that would just leave the program he left ohio state he left florida he left utah he's going to leave the jaguar i mean he's already in talks for the usc head coaching position and he didn't give a very good um you know committal to the jacksonville jaguars then he goes out and gets Daryl Bevel as his offensive coordinator, who worked with Russell Wilson over the years. Uh, Daryl Bevel is not a, a spread type of coordinator. Like, that's what Urban Meyer wants to run. Um, couple that with the comments he made about players being vaccinated versus not being vaccinated. And that was a decision maker on his final 53 man roster. Insanely stupid. So many people disagreed with it. It's just, no. People put the best 53 on their roster, and he decided, oh, well, if you're not vaccinated, then you might you might not be on the team, and that's just horrible, and literally nice. almost everyone in the NFL disagreed with. Um,
0: that's why their tight end suck.
1: Yeah, it's just – and then apparently he was irate after the first game at his team that they lost. I'm like, dude, you're with the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is the hardest team maybe – in NFL history to make good they got one good year with Blake Bortles in an elite defense and that was it they crapped out Blake Bortles sucks he's like a third stringer now you have to have patience you have to stay there for longer than four years to build this team Trevor Lawrence doesn't have anything around him also in the preseason you split reps in between Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew first team reps 50-50 50-50 for both those guys. Then you traded Gardner Minshew to the Philadelphia Eagles after the preseason. So if you were never going to keep Gardner Minshew, why did you both why did you give them both equal amount of snaps in the preseason when that could have went solely to Trevor Lawrence to help his development? It's just stupid decision after stupid decision. I think he's out of his depths, as is the uh, owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think he's very smart either. I think that this is going to hurt Trevor Lawrence's career. While I don't think Trevor Lawrence is a bad quarterback, I think when we look back on it in 10 years, he will be a bust, not because of himself, but because of his, the situation that he's in. And that's my, that's my take.
0: If if I can add one thing to that, I think the thing that so irritated I'll, me I'll, the most about, like right
2: after you, Brad.
0: I think the thing that irritated me the most about Urban was you're so used to recruiting. Did you hear how disappointed he was with free agency? Like you can't just expect people to walk to the Jaguars and say, yeah, I want to play for you.
1: And the NFL is everybody's good. It's not college where you get the best recruits and you play a rinky-dink team school like Akron or Mercer. Everybody in the NFL is good.
0: What's worse is they didn't give him anybody. He's got Marvin Jones and Chenault, and Chenault's only a second-year player. He's got nobody to throw to. They're taking the ball away from James Robinson, the dude that did the best out of the entire Jags team. Like, Urban has zero brain cells at this point. I, I just I don't understand. I don't get it.
2: Yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I'm I'm gonna echo what Kyle said before. Um, when if just because you are good, great, and I I think you could you could very easily call Urban one of the great college coaches, considering how many championships he's uh-huh. won just because you're a great college coach does not mean you're going to be a good NFL coach. And I would also posit the opposite. Just because you're a great NFL coach doesn't mean you'll be a great college coach. We have Jim Harbaugh as evidence of that. You know, took a team to the Super Bowl yep. and then comes to Michigan and really hasn't done anything. So, they are two very, very different things between college and the NFL and we are seeing that. Um as for Rumors about the um, USC coaching job talks. Those rumors have been circulating even when he was still at Ohio state and nothing would ever come of it. So until it actually happens, I'm taking those rumors with a grain of salt, but I would still agree with everything Kyle has said. He's, he's looking at the Jags and he still has, you know, he always outside of maybe Utah, he coached at florida which was always a powerhouse team while he was there he coached at ohio state won a national championship with them so he's all he's used to being with quality programs and now he's kind of having trying to build something out of the dust and he's getting very frustrated very quickly and to his detriment and to the detriment of his team and to his players
1: agreed (laughs) that's about all i have with him
0: all right, guys, time for a another new segment. Uh, we have always drugged people through the mud that have done stupid things over the past, but we never have a name for it, and now we do. Let's take out the trash, fellas. <laughs> it's a chore. It needs to be done. G- chances are someone else doesn't want to do it, so the three of us are going to do that today. Um, the trash that needs to go out, unfortunately, is Jackson Mahomes. Uh, listen, guy, you're you're the brother of a famous quarterback. You are not the quarterback. You don't play for the Chiefs, and mm, you don't play pro baseball either, like your daddy. So I would think the next time you go to a game, maybe you shouldn't pour a bottle of water on somebody and be. Uh, but you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I just like what. What in the world possessed you to be like that? Yes. You know what? You lose in somebody's stadium, they're going to turn around and roast you about it. That's just how it is. Especially since we've gone, what was it, 0-6 prior to this against the Chiefs? Like, yeah, yeah, it was a long time coming. It needed to happen. Uh, Jackson needed it. Harbaugh needed it. That team needed it to, like, stay in this season. Yeah. And you know what? They outplayed and outsmarted the Chiefs. And I thought it was awesome. But if you're going to be that guy, don't. Like just just take some advice and just don't. Or you're going to end up on TMZ and be a trash bag.
1: I think he still will be, so. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> only a ma- only a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. No.
2: It's it's like this is even I mean, when family members of athletes get involved, the result I mean, it can be entertaining, um e.g. Lavar Ball. But um, when it usually never really ends well, um, so I I look at this and I go, "Come on, man, just don't, don't, don't be a jerk, don't be a jackass. Just take your L and go, take your L and go,
0: take your TikToks and go somewhere else, bud. We don't want them." <laughs>
1: Yeah, take, take Juju Smith-Schuster with, uh, with you. I'm oh tired, God, of, please. tired of seeing him. Jeez.
0: All right, So right. So, the- oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to move on to another another news segment. Um, we've always talked about doing like some really fast stuff. So I'm going to put this to both of you. Um, you have one sentence. That's it. So cram what you can in a sentence. That's all you get. Um,
1: Kyle, Chargers or Chiefs? The Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes is the, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Sweet. Luke, Chargers or Chiefs?
2: Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes. The end.
0: Gross. Uh, <laughs> the 0-2 Falcons or the 0-2 Giants? Kyle.
1: <laughs> I have no idea because both these teams suck. There's <laughs> <laughs> your sentence. That was it. <laughs>
0: 0 2 Falcons or 0 2 Giants, Luke?
2: Falcons, because Saquon is the only thing the Giants mm-hmm. had and he's not there.
0: Run on, but I'll take it.
2: Uh, <laughs> it was one sentence. Two I know, I know. Sentences.
0: I know. Rams or Bucks, Kyle?
1: Buccaneers, because Tom Brady still has all of his toys
0: but i like it uh <laughs> rams or <are> bucks
2: luke <laughs> bucks because you have to say it tom Brady's the go
0: kyle if my toys you're referencing him kissing his younger son
1: you're <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no 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 i mean chris godwin i mean mike evans gronk antonio brown ronald jones all those guys yeah hang on give me one second Okay, yeah, no,
2: so it is insane, actually. It's like how many weapons Tom Brady has. He has Antonio Brown. He has Chris Godwin. He has Mike Evans. It's like, and then a Gronk, you cover one of these guys and he's just going to light it up with the rest of them. That's what happened yep. in the last game. It's like they said, okay, we're going to cover, we're going to, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, we're going to cover Antonio Brown. And then he lights it up with godwin and evans and the rest of them and they're like well and there's nothing we can do at this point i agree no (laughs) tell me we are not pulling up images of what i think you're pulling up
0: everybody has to understand suffer with me
2: oh no Oh, no. No, oh, my oh, gosh. Sorry, we're going to Okay. Um,
1: okay. Next, we have oh, no. college, oh, next, we have college football to distract ourselves from Tom Brady. Because um, college football is a thing now, everybody. And mm-hmm. there are fans back in the stadiums, and mm-hmm. it's given us juice. So let's look at the top ten rundown here. Alabama squeaked out a win against Florida. That was a good game. They're at number one. Georgia at number two, dominated South Carolina. Oregon, number three, played Stony Brook and killed them. Who's Stony Brook? Number four, Oklahoma barely beat a really horrible Nebraska team. That's surprising, 23-16. to 16. Not sure about Oklahoma. Iowa beat Kent State. They're at number five. Penn State uh, won, a, won a close one at Auburn. Uh, That was awesome to be there at the whiteout. That was a great game. Uh, Seven Texas A&M beat New Mexico thirty-four to nothing. Cincinnati beats Indiana thirty-eight to twenty-four. They're at number eight, number nine. Clemson beat Georgia Tech only by six points. That's kind of bad. And then number ten, Ohio State beat Toledo forty-one to twenty. Does any of these games stick out to you guys? What do you think uh, about what happened Saturday?
2: If I I may, if I may, I know we'll give Brad his chance to talk, but right now um, I look at the. Don't, don't um, talk about
0: Clemson. It's coming up.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I mean, I mean, we can also give, we can also, Brad can also give his opinion on Alabama, but you know, there is bias there. So coming from someone who's a little less, um, there's, they still, Alabama still looks very, very good. But if this game did anything, it gave a blueprint of what you need to do if you're even going to compete. And I want to give kudos to Florida for two to the Gators for playing as well as they did in the second half. To come back from down 21 to 3, I think it was at some point, to come back, I mean, yes, you still lost, but you played against a team that everyone thinks right now is just going to roll to another championship. And you played them well. And so I go, I want to give kudos to that. And I go, you know what? Maybe somewhere out there, there is a team that can can, can roll with the tide. And um, <laughs> thank you, Brad. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Executing it is another story. But they were a field goal away from executing it. Just saying. So I was I was impressed with what with what Florida
1: did. I'll say this: Alabama. I will not bet against them till they deserve to be bet against. Um, Georgia looked really good. I'm a big believer in their quarterback. Oregon, not quite sold on them. Not quite sold on Iowa or really Cincinnati. Listen, some of these teams from last year's COVID uh, season. They were ranked higher this year. It was just a very weird year last year. I think we should throw all of it away. So, us throw you know,
0: all of it away
1: <laughs> except for Alabama. Yeah, Brad, you can have your championship. Sure, whatever. But just last year was just so weird.
2: Championship, Alabama. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was just so weird that I think we should throw it all away. Um, Ohio State, I know people are upset about Ohio State being at number 10, but listen, you'll get your chance to go up again once you play, you know. Teams that aren't Toledo. Um no, that's not that's not, that's not making fun of them. I'm just yeah, saying like
2: I will once... say this as a Buckeye fan, we deserve to be down there. I I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Neighbors with Clemson and how they're there how they're doing is a that's definitely yeah. a story. But no, it's like the offense doesn't look like it knows what it's doing, and the defense is just in shambles, basically.
1: So yeah, it is, I, it is.
2: Yeah, so I I, even as a Buckeye fan, I look at that and I go, you get what you get.
1: And you'll get your chance to prove it once you play Michigan, who looks good this year. Once you play Penn State, who's at number six, like, it's going to happen. Like, the cream will rise to the top in the Big Ten. Um, It's just like, to me, I mean, Oklahoma at number four is just, like, so annoying because, like, I don't think think they're that good. I I really don't. Um, When you can barely beat Nebraska and then you barely beat – who did they beat week one that was, like, horrible? Like, they barely okay. squeaked out a win against okay, them, okay. too. Um,
2: in week one, we were talking about Oregon. They played, oh, dang it, Fresno State. It was Fresno no,
1: State. No, Oklahoma, I mean.
2: Oh, Oklahoma. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I you don't look it up.
1: I'll look it up quick.
2: Yeah, no, when it, was...
0: it who they... Hold on. Yeah, hold on. I'm looking it up right now. It's just taking me 50 minutes. Oh, we switched to week four.
2: Yeah, yeah. They only beat Tulane by five points.
1: So, people are talking a big talk about Spencer Rattler, and he is like, he has a lot of tools that you want to work with. But
2: Heisman odds are falling uh, through the floor.
1: I just don't see it. I just don't see it right now. And it's tough because like Alabama for sure will always be near the top four or at number one or number two. Like that's a given for me. And usually Ohio State is up there as well. So like I think a Big Ten team will get in. I think Alabama will get in. I'm pretty sure a team like Georgia, maybe a second SEC team, deservedly or not deservedly so, will probably get in because that's just kind of how it works. Um, and then Oklahoma is usually around there, but like I just don't, I just don't trust them. I feel like they don't show up either. So, um, and Clemson usually is up there, but they just don't look good. So, um,
0: yeah, you guys kind of covered all of it. I'll give you my quick takes, and then kind of break down uh, my thoughts on Alabama, um, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia and Florida are the biggest threats to Alabama and the SEC this season. Um, whichever one we face in the SEC championship is going to be a problem. Um, I think I would rather have Florida, though, because we when was the last time Florida beat us? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not really super scared of Florida. Um, I will
2: will say I will say and I've seen this happen in the Big Ten. It is extremely hard in college football to beat a good college team twice in one season. It is extremely difficult. I saw. Ohio State, when they were still good one or two years ago, absolutely roll over Wisconsin in the regular season and then have problems with that team in the Big Ten Championship when we played them a second time. Yeah. So if you end up playing Florida again, there is something to watch for.
0: Yeah, I'm just – I'm not convinced because if we went in the swamp and we walked away with it, I'm not as sold that we're going to struggle again on the road. Like, that's that's why I'm like, well, it was great. at home – that we played Florida and we struggled like that, yeah, I would give that to you and say, man, we're going to struggle playing them away, but I'm not worried about it. Um, Oklahoma. Oklahoma shouldn't even be in the, be in the top ten. I'm sorry. <laughs> <kidding. laughs> you can't take Tulane to like five freaking points and then almost not beat Nebraska. Y'all can't be there. Y'all pretenders, bye. Um, Iowa. I'm never sold on Iowa. I'm never they so they, I'm they,
1: they never have a good quarterback. Their and defense is always solid, but like uh, they the always hit just, the nail on
0: the head. Kyle, you're like right there. Hit the nail on the head. What's the other part of problem with Iowa? They fall apart in big situations every time. I can't trust Iowa. I really I can't do. trust them either.
1: I I do think though, if you're looking at this list, I, like this isn't a, a bias for me, but like
0: I'll maybe Nebraska.
1: Safe. Maybe Nebraska, like, is a little bit better than we think because it's a Big Ten team versus, you know, we got the Big 12. You know what I mean? Maybe Iowa is a little bit better than we think. You know what I mean? It's just, like, people have biases about different conferences, and maybe, like, they just play better football. So I'm not saying Big Ten is the best conference. I'm not saying SEC is the best conference. But I'm saying, like, maybe we're giving some of these teams just a little, you know. Too much flack, but like maybe they're better than what we think because football is played a little bit differently and a little bit tougher in some of these conferences. So
0: let me let me round these out. Um, AM, I don't think AM should be there either. Um, man, I'm really trying to remember who they struggled against. Was it Colorado that they like barely beat? Like it was somebody they beat like seven to three. It was bad. Um, Cincinnati, I so desperately want to be on like a anti big conference person in the playoffs but that would have been boise state in the early 2000s i haven't seen anybody that plays like that boise state team since with the exception of like one year from ucf so i'm not i'm not buying it uh clemson it's about time it's about time y'all have been cruising through the acc pretending you play hard games and now the entirety of the ACC is falling apart. So, about time, um, Ohio State. If you could get your defense together, you could be up there. But I'll tell you what: the story of that Toledo game was not told in the final score. No, it told, was not. I think they were only up by what, like seven at some point. Yeah, no, Ooh.
2: it was. It was. I was it watching was the game, and I was looking at it. And I'm going, "You've got to be kidding." It was bad. No, it, it was, it was not good. And, but I will say this. I also will say this. I did see some different things happen defensively. So they're at least trying to toy with the defensive scheme, which I think is the main problem. Um, and then on the offensive end of the ball, even in the week one, I was seeing CJ Stroud trying to get something out of his shoulder. And now all of a sudden we're hearing about a potential shoulder injury well, Jay don't
1: worry. They have like seventeen other five-star know, quarterbacks on the But I
2: don't yeah. understand is why Ryan Day isn't playing any of them right now. Even when you were up by two touchdowns, even to Toledo, it's like, okay, you have some of these names. You can put in Kyle McCord. You can put in Jack Miller. Heck, you could even put in Quinn Ewers if you wanted to.
0: Let me so, let well, me let me let me go ahead and cap real quick so we can keep moving. Okay. Um, so, so that being said, um, I, I do have to touch on, um, Alabama. I will say once again, our offense, you can't stop our offense, but our defense, it has been the same problem for the past five years, six years. If you can run on us, if it's a, a mobile quarterback, option quarterback, option offense, yeah. if you can run on us, you can beat us. its It's really not a surprise. It's not like, that's how you beat us. But the fact that we hung in there and beat them with our like first year quarterback, basically, I like that. I feel good. Uh, Did you want to? But it could happen. I will say they're
1: beatable. Did you want to close with baller baller? Just so we get everything in here. Yeah,
0: let me um, let me slide through these real quick because I do want to introduce them. I'll probably do two of them instead of three. Um, So this is one of our newer segments also, which is up high, down low. Ooh, too slow. Um, Tell you what, guys, I loved the beef between UCLA and LSU week one, especially when UCLA came out with the win with their sissy blue color. Uh, But you know what? If you're going to troll LSU and pretend like you're one of the big bads and then lose to Fresno State when you're ranked in the top 15 – that's not it, guys. That's one of those up high, down low. Ooh, too slow. Y'all were not ready. Uh, I, I would I would watch my mouth if I was UCLA. Um, and the second one, they didn't lose. I, I want this to be like ranked teams that lose so we can talk about them. But they didn't lose but Clemson. We got to talk about the offense. Like, dog, how you going to fight Georgia Tech in your own home stadium and put up 14 points and only win by six? That is definitely one of those up high, down low, too slow. Like, it's just – it's nasty. Um, We'll give you some more of these. We'll expound on that some more later and be more fun. But I do want to touch our NBA segment, which is baller, baller, Bill, y'all. Kyle, you've been taking some crap about this today, and I kind of jumped in to defend you. Uh, So I'll let you – kind of preface this because I feel like you know more about it than I do because I kind of found out secondhand but
1: yeah so Ben Simmons came uh, his his to his agents I guess and they said he's not going to report to practice at all and the sixers are going to find him if he doesn't report to practice there have been talks with Ben Simmons about trade talks last year a little bit this offseason, about them maybe wanting to, to deal him. Um, They were kind of squashed last season, but the rumor started again this off season and Ben Simmons doesn't like it. Um, A lot of fans and not only like (laughs) it's funny, not only Philly fans, but NBA fans in general trash Ben Simmons on the regular daily, not just Philly fans, just NBA fans in general because he can't shoot. He doesn't want to shoot. He sucks, whatever he's garbage. He's a tall Rajon Rondo. I've I've heard everything. Um, but now that the playoffs played like like the way they did when he didn't shoot shots when he stood underneath the basket didn't make an easy layup didn't dunk the ball he gave it away he can't shoot free throws he's timid he's scared whatever you want to like call it when those things happened Sixers fans got upset why not because they hate Ben Simmons but because they know his potential and he's too lazy to reach that potential or he's whatever you want to call it lazy or scared or whatever. Like he has the ability to do it, but yet year and year in and year out, he won't do it. So on Facebook, I just called him a bum because he doesn't want to be with the Sixers anymore. And I just got trashed for it. I, my morality got trashed for it. Um, my, my, he compared me to uh, – an abuser, how an abuser treats their victim. I don't understand.
0: We are the problem with society because we support this line of thinking.
1: Because I I think that Ben Simmons is is a bum for not showing up to Sixers practice. I don't know how the conversation got towards that. It's kind of insane. Basically all I'm saying is Ben Simmons has so much talent that he refuses to reach. Um, He could easily come back to the Sixers. And I don't know make your free throws and show willingness to shoot the ball. And Sixers fans would just like love him because he's doing what he's supposed to be doing while getting paid $160 million over five years or four years to do it. Athletes know that when they go to the NBA, the NFL on a high stage, there is criticism and there is a lot of trash talk that happens, not only from their fans, but just from fans in general um and again does that make it right no like calling people names hurling insults at them treating them like they're garbage that's not right it's never been right i don't condone that but also it just comes with the territory athletes know that and if you're going to get upset that people trash talk you then maybe you weren't built for this like that's just how it how it is um no one deserves to be treated like that but that is just what happens because Our society is awful, but I'm not saying I do that, and I'm not saying you should do that, but it happens. So uh, Ben Simmons is a baby, I think. He should easily come back because if he does, he'll be revered again. He'll he'll be loved if he just, I don't know, puts in 10% more effort and shoots the dang ball, but that's just me. So
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it's called basketball for a reason.
1: Right, put the ball in the basket, man.
0: Yeah. Anyhow, that will conclude uh, Jock Talk for the week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, As usual, come hang out with us for your fantasy football needs. Tomorrow, live at 5. And starting this Friday at 6 o'clock, we will start uploading our random fandom. So this upcoming Friday, I will post... I will put up a post and ask you for questions on stuff that maybe you want to hear us talk about, and uh, we could address it then. But for now, um, keep balling. Uh, don't be Ben Simmons, and have a great evening. Later. See you, guys.